together. I'm glad that you chose to be with me today. We're talking about what to do with in difficult situations when, when actually we just have, when we don't know what to do, when we don't know which way to go, when we have a problem that seems impossible to solve, when we're in a situation that that just seems to be overwhelming, and sometimes. In those situations, we have to learn the hard way. And that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about when our faith falters, when in the midst of these situations, uh, our faith is weak, and, and we don't really trust God like we should, but how God still works in that and eventually brings us to trust him. You see, the Bible is the most honest book in the world. It reveals the sins and weaknesses of its great men and women, as well as their strengths. There's no attempt in the Bible to hide or cover anything up about people. It shares their failures. It shares their victories. And this keeps us from worshiping anyone except the perfect Savior, Jesus Christ. And it gives us hope also in spite of our own failures that, that the great men of God did that. Abraham is called the, the, the mighty man of faith, yet he too failed at times. He had trusted God and left his home country and come all the way to this new country where he didn't even know where he was going, and God led him to the land of Canaan. That was a tremendous, tremendous leap of faith, but he trusted God. And, but then he gets to this new country called Canaan, and right after he gets there, there's a famine. And now here's this guy who's trusted God so much that he's willing to leave family behind, leave his home behind, leave everything behind and head out to this new place. And he goes to this new land. Let me, let me read a little bit to you from the book of uh, Genesis chapter 12 and verse 10. Now there was a famine in the land and Abraham went down to Egypt to live there for a while because the famine was severe. As he was about to enter Egypt, he said to his wife, Sarah, I know what a beautiful woman you are. When the Egyptians see you, they will say, this is his wife, and then they will kill me but let you live. Say you are my sister, so I will be treated well for your sake, and my life will be spared because of you. When Abram, Abram came to Egypt, the Egyptians saw that Sarah was a very beautiful woman, and when Pharaoh's officials saw her, and she was taken into his palace, he treated Abraham well for her sake, and Abraham acquired sheep and cattle, male and female donkeys, male and female servants and camels. But the Lord inflicted serious diseases on Pharaoh and his household because of Abram, wife Sarah. So, Ab so Sarah, I'm sorry, so Pharaoh summoned Abram. What have you done to me? He said, why didn't you tell me she was your wife? Why did you say she is my sister? So that I took her to be my wife. Now then, here is your wife. Take her and go. Then Pharaoh gave orders about Abraham to his men and said, and they sent him on his way with his wife and everything that he had. You see, what happened was when this famine came, then there was questions in Abram's mind if God was going to be able to take care of him. Now, God had taken him through all of this to get him to this new country. Couldn't he also take care of him in this new country in the famine? Of course. But he, he was tempted to depend upon himself. And so his strategy was we'll go over to Egypt, which is not having a famine, and we'll be okay. And that's what he did. You see, our, our faith will, will falter and get very weak if we react wrongly to life's difficulties. And that's what happened to Abraham. He, he reacted wrongly to a difficulty. He was surprised by the famine, 
because he had done what God told him to do, and he thought everything was going to be roses, peaches, and cream, but it's not. Just because you're in the will of God doesn't mean life's perfect. It often is more difficult because you're in a place where God wants you to be to make a difference. And that's what was true with Abram. He was in the middle of ungodly people in this land of Canaan. And now he was going to, but that's where God wanted him to be. And so he, he, God wanted him to trust him. So we have to obey God no matter what the, the, the famine is that comes our way. Now his reaction to the famine was that uh, he, he couldn't trust God. You see, the famine didn't cause him to doubt. It didn't cause him to have weak faith. It revealed that that's what he had really down deep. Even though he had made a tremendous step of faith to go to the land of Canaan, he now reveals that his faith is really not as strong as he thought it might be. Would God bring Abraham to Canaan and not take care of him? Of course not. When God guides, he provides. Helen Keller used to say, the world is full of trouble and the world is full of ways you can overcome trouble. And this woman who was blind and deaf was amazing because she believed God. And many of us trust God for our eternal salvation, but we don't seem to be able to trust him for daily things to provide for us in our problems, in our needs, and with our daily provisions. And God says that's because we are, we are not willing to recognize him as our source and not willing to trust him instead of other things. So I'm asking you to uh, depend upon the Lord in a very special way, and I'm asking you to recognize him as your source. Abraham tried to run away from his difficulty, and he took the line of least resistance, and he, he, he thought he knew what God wanted him to do because he didn't ask God. He just did what he thought was best, and that's what he'd been used to doing. But you see, now he was going to learn how to trust God. Also, our faith fails when we, don't, when we depend on ourselves rather than God. That's what he was doing in our decisions and our directions. He went down to Egypt because it just made sense. Everything was great in Egypt. They had plenty of food. He had, he had money, so they would go find a place there for a while. But you see, Egypt was a place of danger because it was out of God's will. Where he was in Shechem, Abraham had built an altar to God, but he never built any altars while he was in Egypt. Isn't that interesting? Even though he was there for a while, because he, he wasn't really in the middle of God's will worshiping God. The Bible says if we ask for wisdom, God will show us where to go and what to do. In all our ways we acknowledge him, the Proverbs writer says, he will direct our paths. Egypt is a picture in scripture of the world that's around us, a world that wants to squeeze us into its mold, a world that's under the control of the evil one, the devil. Woe to them that go down to Egypt for help and stay on horses and trust in chariots, says Isaiah 31.1. In taking care of our needs, we must realize that we have to trust God. We can't do it ourselves. Sarah was very beautiful. She was not a young woman at this age, but she was still very beautiful. And the king wanted to add her to his harem. And I, seemingly he did. And I don't know what all that means, but Abraham was willing to sacrifice a lot because he did not trust God. He was trusting himself, and when he trusted himself, it got him into trouble. Our schemes do not work. We have to put our faith in God. So I'm challenging you today, as you face life situations, realize that only as you trust him, and if you do that, your faith grows. 
Your faith is like a muscle. The more you use it, the more it grows, the stronger it gets. And that's why, as we trust God daily, it makes a difference. I hope you'll trust him today. God bless you. Have a great day.